0: Welcome to today's episode of Something to Crow About. This podcast is brought to you by your Canfield Fair Board, a volunteer group that oversees the Canfield Fairgrounds and, of course, works diligently every year to host this signature event of summer every year for 175 years, the Canfield Fair. I'm Tony Marr, Fair Fanatic, and your host of Something to Crow About. It's officially the 175th year of the Canfield Fair that's right can you believe it Uh, 175 years ago the fair started on what is now the village green in canfield and we've definitely come a long way since then and we're going to spend some time this year really looking at the people and the families that made the fair what it is today and we've definitely gone high tech well at least a little bit higher tech so you can head over to canfieldfair.com and find our special 175th anniversary page which will show you a visual representation of what's going on here at the podcast. Uh, So you can see the actual people and their beautiful faces and the photos and just do a little bit of a deeper dive than we are providing on the podcast alone. And for those of you who have joined us last week, you know our friends David and Craig Myers weren't done with their stories because there is a lot to tell. And I'm thrilled that we could have them again this week. And if you didn't catch last week's episode, shame on you. Uh, Then I encourage you uh, to jump back and give it a listen. It is definitely golden. Um, But aren't they all right? I mean, aren't all of them gold? That's right. Now, if you remember from last week, and for those who didn't go back and listen yet, you know, shame on you again. Uh, David is a retired member of the Canfield Fair Board, and his son, Craig, is currently on the board. Um, So let's just jump right off, Right, right where we left off. So... So, Craig, uh, we were talking a little bit ago about numbers, and <laughs> the Canfield Fair definitely produces some amazing numbers. I mean, with the amount of people that go there every year, the, you know, there's definitely some fun facts that are here. So, so let's jump right into it.
1: Oh, there is. <laughs> and, and I kind of picked up on where a retired director, a fellow by the name of Bob Hammett, left off, and he always carried a little card around sure. that'd give all these fun facts. And I always found them amazing each year. And uh, he would come to the tractor pulls when we had them during the summer, and he would give me the card, and I'd read them off, and the people were always amazed and enjoyed listening to them, so oh, yeah. I'll share some of those. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Canfield Fairgrounds, as we know it, 100 or 353 acres. There's 178 acres of midway and exhibition space, and 175 acres of parking. Wow. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the largest grounds by oh, by area, non and we are also one of the largest fairs in the state. Uh, The fair itself is under the direction of 17 unpaid board members uh, that has a budget of about $3.2 million, and we use about 10% of that budget for capital improvements each year. Mm -hmm. And that includes upgrading restrooms, upgrading facilities, downspouts, new roofs, uh, electrical upgrades, you know, water like wells, you know, drilling water wells, putting in filter filtration systems. Sure. Uh, you have, you know, sixty some buildings on the grounds, uh, and you can just imagine the upkeep on your your home oh, or right. your residence that you have to do something every year, or it soon becomes out of uh, order. And and we have sixty buildings that we have to maintain and improve and paint and 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 clean the gutters and right. and so on and so forth. So we have a full time maintenance staff, but. You know, none of it could be possible without the hundreds of volunteers that come out each year to help put the fair on and help generate the revenue that we use to maintain the grounds, so we can do it again next year.
0: Right, and a lot of that. I mean, the fair itself—it's like its own little village. I mean, it it it's, so, it's bigger than some towns. Right. And,
1: and, and we've we've used the term, we build a city in two weeks. Yeah. And we tear it down in twelve hours. Yeah. Uh, and and as far as the city, you know. We have more electric generation, more, more restrooms, more buildings, more, more services, more water, more everything than most municipalities do. Yep. And I've got some of them figures. I can read I yeah, them yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talk about restrooms. And, and these figures are a couple years old, so, you know, don't go out and count, count <laughs> stalls or urinals, but, but they're 75. 175, I'm they're
0: doing close. it day one, Craig. So you we have, we <laughs> have over
1: 12 buildings that are restroom facilities only. Uh, consisting of 312 stools, uh, 80 urinals, we also rent an additional 72 plus porta johns and we spend over $65,000 for the six-day event at the fair in cleaning supplies and toilet papers to to keep the event clean and and healthy.
0: And you guys do a great job at it. Every Uh, every restaurant is
1: clean. Electric. In 2014 we used Almost a million three kilowatt hours. Wow. With a bill of $123,000 for the fare. Yeah. Garbage and waste produce 640,000 pounds. If you just figure that out on what you produce in your own household, you know, it would take years. years. Most people don't produce that in a lifetime.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, have over 1,700 totes at an expense to have the garbage cleaned up. Of over fifty thousand dollars each year. Uh, water and sewer. Last year we used, or I'm sorry, in 14 we used three million five hundred thousand gallon of water, and it cost over fifty thousand dollars for a fare.
0: See, so, I, I want to take some of these stats home to my dad, and be like, "Look, you know what I mean? When I had the light on in the bedroom, <laughs> it, it could be much worse." So you know, I think I vindicated. <laughs> it could
1: always be worse. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the other interesting facts, and people always are. Concerned about attendance. Uh, Yeah. Our largest fair was in 1979. Uh, We set a a large fair record of 539,437 people for the five day fair. And that same year, we set the single day record of 158,423. Do you want to go up and make?
2: copies of that, give them copies of that? And yeah, I, I can,
1: now, yep, yep, I can. That'd be a good thing, so. we have
2: a copy machine, and, and of course we can just give you them Sure.
1: Yep. yep.
2: information, and you can study it out.
1: But to give you an idea how those records compare, uh, in 2019, and we don't talk about 2020. No, we don't talk wasn't, about 2020. That was a very good year, but in 2019, record our, our record, <laughs> uh, our, our fair tenants is around 309,000. And we've been right around that uh, 300,000 mark now for several years. Sure.
0: And, that, I, mean, that's, I mean, even 300,000 is a ton of people at the fair. But, I mean, you literally had over half a million people in just five days. Like, th- those are astronomical.
1: <laughs> I remember being at the fair in, in 79. Uh, of course, I, I've, I've never missed the fair, and, and my father was there as, as well. But those days on the midway— you just kind of got in with the traffic and you just kind of shuffled yeah. because there was not room to move. Uh, every barn was filled to capacity, every midway, every ride. Uh, you, you waited in line to use the restrooms. You waited in line to, to get a milkshake or sure. a snow cone or whatever your desire was. You know, it was, it was a few too many people <laughs> to go out and enjoy the
0: fair. I mean, know. I couldn't imagine the Molnars line for that one. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh. So... But you know and the the fair is it really is more than just a fair there there's a ton of economic impact that the fair makes for this area so so there there is and and the
1: fairgrounds itself uh is more than just a five-day event or six-day event yeah Uh, the fairgrounds is utilized the entire the entire year Uh, we have rentals that start in um january and go through december uh, and, and some big events, you know, the the Hot Rod Nationals that was here for a number of years, the Dave and Ed Swap Meet, which everybody's familiar with. Uh, and years ago, we had the Christmas Light Show. Um, now we have the Dog Show. And um, you can just go on and on, Haunted House. Sure. And, and that's only to, to mention a few. Uh, we have all the um, benefit runs 5K, 3K, you know. Um, And and over the years, uh, the green team has come out and utilized the fairgrounds for hazardous waste, uh, appliance drop-offs, tire drop-offs, and and all that, of course, is free of charge. Uh, And then, especially in 2020, uh, some of the things we did for COVID relief, you know, we opened up the grounds for walkers and people could bring their dogs out. When some of the other community parks were closed, we opened up the gates and, and gave people a place to come out and enjoy the fair. Uh, we had the, the food drive. The National Guard come in and distributed food for the people that needed food. Uh, we've had uh, Mercy Health there doing testing uh, now since um, late September. Uh, they do a test center for COVID. And it, I gotta add, it's for by appointment only, but it is there, sure. and they're, they're gonna be there throughout the season. And uh, we've been contacted from some other organizations that would like to utilize the fairgrounds as well for public service. So. You know it's it's more than just a fair it's yeah it's a county a county grounds that is owned by the uh, agriculture society but we make it available for everybody in the county again most of those people are volunteers and help and come out and support the fair so it's our way of saying thank you and and what can we do to help back
0: yeah, it's more than just six days. It's you know a, the full year of just giving back to the community that that gives to the fair. Yeah. Uh, and
1: then I, I guess I I'd, I'd be remiss if I don't mention, uh, you know, we do we do receive a lot of support from the community, mm-hmm. but we receive no tax dollars from the county. We receive a little bit from the state, but but very very little from the state. Uh, and and at the end of the year, we create over $20 million in economic impact. Wow! People come into the Valley to buy gas, to stay in the motels, to eat at to restaurants, to buy groceries, uh, you know, so the fairgrounds is a big part of the community. And, oh, yes. you know, we've got the new event center now, and, and that's only gonna get bigger and, and better as we go on with economic impact and, and a place where we can, we can host various events that the Valley wasn't able to support in years past. So yeah. we're looking forward to some good things as we move forward. And, Sure. In 2021 and, and beyond.
0: Huge year. <laughs> but, and also, I mean, all the individuals that help them make the fair, like we, we talked about the Ruritan places, those take the money that they make at the fair back to their community also, correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. They take it back. And as I said, there was, you know, over 26 different civic organizations, over a thousand volunteers that support Huge. those civic organizations. And, and they take the money back home and, and support needy families. They support food drives. They support schools, children, Little League baseball teams, whatever their desire is, they take that money back home and support. So it's, again, it's beyond the gates, as we like to say.
2: Yeah, What about the new Coliseum?
1: And and again, the new Coliseum, the event center, uh, you know, we built it and uh, people wondered why, but if you look around the fair, uh, and if you're active in it, and see the junior fair and the youth, you know, it was a no brainer for us to move forward and and build that building to support the youth because they are our future. Yeah. You know, whether, whether we like it or not, they are (laughs) our future. We need to to support them. So,
0: yeah. And, you know, uh, quickly changing over to, um, 175. I mean, 175 is just around the corner. Uh, (laughs) you've had an extra year to plan for this. So, (laughs) so what, what, uh, what can we expect with 175? We've got a
1: lot of things planned. Uh, you know, and and we've got some special special entertainment uh, that we've got on the books, and, and of course the board has been busy meeting almost every week, uh, coming up with new and, and refreshing ideas on how we can make it special for the, the participants. So I don't want to give everybody you okay. know what we're doing, but sure, it's certainly something to look forward to, and I think the people to come out will be very happy they did to to help celebrate the 175th.
0: Yeah, it's going to be something to crow about. I had to say it. I had to get it in there.
1: Uh, <laughs> Good job. Good job.
0: Do you? Okay. Before we say goodbye, uh, you know, we talked about fair food last week. So let's talk about fair amusements. Uh, for both of you, what is your favorite animal at the fair? Go ahead, Craig. Favorite animal would
1: have to be the cattle department.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: grew up raising cattle and, and being around the cattle and exhibiting. and.
2: Uh, I, I, as a young kid for a Harley and 4-H I did show uh, an Angus beef cow oh yeah heifers, you know, yeah. or steers whatever happened to be the right age at the right size and uh, but we did show and the competition is great uh, among the 4-H members and I mean and that that's important that competition is important because that's what makes everybody want to come back and win next year. Yeah, We're, we we want to win win this basketball game tonight, for instance, or we want to win this softball game. And you're playing against people that you knew for years. You know, now there they are. You're, you know, and but you're still their friends.
0: Yeah, and the same amount of work goes into both. You know, like uh, it's 4-H. There's there's no <laughs> there's no slacking. You gotta you know be on your game to get in there well thanks for listening fair friends i had a great time once again with david and craig and loved hearing their stories from years past and remember if you are interested in underwriting or possibly being a guest email marketing at canfieldfair.com and once again thank you to the canfield fair board for sponsoring today's podcast